Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوضا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's the only one worthy of praise I seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness I believe in him and I trust him I seek refuge in Almighty Allah from the evil of our passions. Indeed, whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides him to Al-Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him astray, no one can guide him after Allah. I testify openly. That there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen. And I testify that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets. O Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah, which is the Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which is his Sunnah. The words of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of your ability. Fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslim. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Al-Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be with you all. I'd like to welcome you all for continuation of our series concerning tafsir of last Judith. Today, inshallah, we having a new surah which is Surah Al-Asr. Surah Al-Asr is Surah number 103. And this Surah consists of 
three verses is a short surah but as Imam Shafi'i rahmatullahi alayhi is saying if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't reveal anything to mankind other than Surah Al-Asr that this will be sufficient for them that means if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't reveal any admonition to them to mankind and the only thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent down Surah Al-Asr as admonishment this will be sufficient for them لو لم ينزل الله على عبادي حجة إلا هذه السورة لكفتهم this surah is a Meccan surah i.e. been revealed to the Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم before his migration to Al-Madinah Inshallah we recite the surah first and after this we go word by word meaning and after this we get into detail or tafsir for the surah. A'udhu billahi al-sami'il alim min ash-shaytanir rajeem Bismillahir rahmanir rahim wal-asr إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر The first verse, Wal-Asr, again, Wal-Asr, which means by the time. The second verse, In al-insan lafi khus. Again, إن الإنسان لفي خسر إن means verily or for sure الإنسان mankind لفي إن خسر Loss. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِلَّا means except الَّذِينَ Those who آمَنُوا Believe 
وعملوا الصالحات ونزأن عملوا دو الصالحات righteousness or good deed وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا that means they advise one another or recommended one another وتواصوا بالصبر تواصوا بالحق they recommended one another to the truth recommended one another to the truth وتواصوا and recommended one another with sabr patience endurance the general meaning of the surah surah al-asr surah number 103 in the name of Allah the most gracious most merciful by the token of the time verily man is in a state of loss save those who believe and do righteous deeds and recommended one another to the truth and recommended one another to patience now inshallah we go to the tafsir of this surah First of all, here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swearing. And Allah is swearing by the time, al-asr. And whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swearing, He has the right to swear by anything He wants. He is the creator of all things. No one can question Allah's action, but we shall be questioned. Allah can swear by anything He wants. Sometimes Allah swears by Himself. Sometimes He swears by the life of the Prophet, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Sometimes he pray, he swear by the night, or the day, or by the creation, or part of the creation. And whenever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swear by something, it's for us to reflect upon such a thing that Allah is swearing by. Muslims, they are not allowed to swear by anything other than Allah. As the Prophet sallallahu told us, "Man kana halifan falyahlib billah aw liyasmu." That whosoever have to swear 
or wants to swear is not supposed to swear by anything other than Allah or let him be quiet and another narration he told us that whosoever swears by other than Allah he had committed shirk so we have to be careful not to swear by anything not by our honor not by the grave of my mother not by the Kaaba not by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam if we have to swear we swear by Allah or one of Allah's names this is the only thing that we can swear if we have to Allah is swearing by Al-Asr and Al-Asr means the time time, the day and the night the hours, the minutes, the seconds the winter, the summer and in reflection on the time you see the ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how nations disappear how other nations take place how Allah make it hot and how Allah make it cold how Allah bring about hurricane how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bring about earthquake all the change and things that happen during the time how the night is dark, how the morning has light so all these changes that happen in the time is reflection for us to show us the ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and how Allah can change things and how Allah is in control no one else can do anything about it except Allah how some people are sick and some people turn to be healthy how sometimes people are in peace and sometimes people in war time change things goes up and down and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one in control but what Allah is swearing about what? Allah is telling us that al-insan, mankind in general are in a state of loss he's a loser, he's not a winner man in general white, black, Spanish, male female, rich, poor, whatever, your case, your color, your nationality, where you live, you are a human being, you are a loser, you are in a state of loss, and this is no doubt, because Allah said, first he swear, secondly he said verily, and after this he said that he is in loss and this in shows you how deep is a man in a state of loss when he says that something in that means deep down that loss is facing man from right and left up and right 
all sides, all direction. In the school, in the house, in the street, in business, in marriage, name it. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Save those who believe. So man in general are a loser. Those who are out of loss, i.e. winner, الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Those who believe. Believe is the first characteristic and the first quality to get you out of loss in this dunya as well as in the hereafter. You want to progress, you want to be a winner, you want to be happy, the first thing that you have to believe. And believe is the act of the heart. You have to confirm and firm your belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Believe in, in Allah that He is the creator of all things and that He is the only one worthy of your devotion and your worship and your total love and you don't love anything beyond Allah. Neither you fear anyone more than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that you worship him and him alone. Not Allah and the Prophet, not Allah and the angel, not any one beside Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Believing in the angels of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Believing in the books of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Believing in the messengers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Believing in the day of resurrection, the day of judgment, and whatever that contains from hellfire, Jannah, all the things. Believing in predestination, the good and the bad is from Allah, that nothing happens in this life. Nothing can touch you unless Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed it, brought it down and manifested. You have to have a heart that content and satisfied with the articles of belief. Otherwise you'll be a loser. This is the reason that some people, that when they get something good, they happy and they content, they making salah, they making hijab. The moment they lose their business, the moment they get fired, the moment they get divorced, they jump. They already a different people. Why? Because they did not really have a real belief. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had told us that some people worship Allah on an age. If God come to him, now he's progress, he's good, he's happy, he's content. And if something evil or misfortune happened to him, 
Now he will flip and turn in his heel. As Allah said it in Surah Al-Hajj, وَمِنَ النَّاسِ مَا يَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ عَلَى حَرْفِ فَإِنْ أَصَابَهُ خَيْرٌ اطْمَأَنَّ بِهِ وَإِنْ أَصَابَتْهُ فِتْنَةٌ انقلب عَلَى وَجْهِهِ خَسِرَ الدُّنْيَا وَالْآخِرَةِ ذَلِكَ هُوَ الْخُسْرَانُ الْمُبِينِ Some of mankind worship Allah on the age. If Allah bless him, now he's happy, he's content. But if there is a temptation and fitna happen to him, but if a fitna happen to him, now he turn in, her, in his heel. No more hijab, no more salah, no more Islam. As a result of this, they lose their dunya and they lose their akhirah. And Allah said, this is the great loss. Those people who have a real iman, they don't jump when something happens to them. Because they understand that everything is decreed by Allah. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has the control over everything. And as I said, this is the first quality, this is the foundation of your progress. This is the foundation of being a successful person. To be out of loss, not to be a loser. And the second quality is Al-Amal Al-Salih. Al-Amal Al-Salih. So, a Iman was the act of the heart. Now we need the act of the limbs, the act of the legs, the hands, the arms, the body, everything have to worship Allah, to obey Allah. So Iman, but no Salah, Iman and no Zakah, Iman and no Hajj, no way. So Allah said, and, he didn't say or, he didn't say iman or amal salih. He didn't say save those who believe or do good deeds. He said those who believe and do a good deed. الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ So there is amal, there is action, but this action have to be salih, it have to be right. It has to be righteous. And for any deed, to be a righteous deed, it need two qualities. The first quality and the first condition, that it has to be sincerely for the pleasure of Allah. You don't spend for the people. You don't pray to be seen by mankind. You don't go to make hajj so people can call you hajji. You don't preach and teach so the people say, look, how people, they have passion when they talk or when they teach or that they're so concerned about people. People could not reward us. We'd be losing our good deed if we attempt to do it for the 
mistake of mankind to be seen by mankind. So the first quality for the good deed to be righteous deed is that you do it for the pleasure of Allah and only for the pleasure of Allah. If the people praise you or no, the people see you or no, doesn't matter. He's still continuing giving in charity. He's still making salah. He's still teaching. It still doesn't matter. People comes and goes. But Allah remains. The second quality for a good deed to be qualified as a righteous deed, it has to be according the way of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Did anybody say sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? I didn't hear anybody say sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Anytime you hear the name of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what you need to say? Exactly. So your deed have to match the deed of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Have to be according the format of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is very important. That our deed, our salah, our zikr, our ibadah, everything have to match the way of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ibadah. We are not going to be equal to the Prophet, but we have to try our best to try to match him. That we don't do something without his authority. That means he said do it. Yes, very important. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ These two qualities, Iman and righteous deed, will qualify us to be winners, will take us out of the circle of being a losers, in this dunya and the hereafter? No. There is third quality. What is the third quality? The third quality? وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالْحَقِّ i.e. they wassi بَعْضُهُمْ بَعْضًا بِالْحَقِّ What is الحق? It's the truth. The deen of Allah, whenever we meet each other, we remind each other, we are a reflection of one another, we remind each other, did you make your salah, or sister your hijab is not covered your back enough, or sister you are not supposed to be wearing this pants, it's shaving your body, you imitating men, Oh brother, quit smoking, this is haram. Stop shaving your beard. Whenever we meet each other, we always remind each other. Come on brother, come on sister, let's go attend the class, it's 6 o'clock. Brother Adli is giving class. Turn this TV off for a minute, come on, let's get a class. Let's learn something about our deen. Let's increase our iman. So... Muslims always, their main concern as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam telling us, Al-Mu'min, Lil-Mu'min kal-mir'ah, aw kama qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a believer to another, 
like a mirror, reflect to each other. We always remind each other about the deen of Allah. Helping each other, strengthening one another to stay on the sirat al-mustaqeen. Okay? Is this enough? No. You need the, the fourth quality. What is the fourth quality that qualify you to be among the successor, the successful one? وَتَوَاصَوْ بِالصَّبْرِ وَتَوَاصَوْ with what? الصَّبْرِ And believe me, my brothers and sisters, if you don't have sabr, you are not going to be able to make it. Male or female, rich or poor, married or divorced, single or with whatever it is, you have to have sabr, you have to have patience, endurance. Everybody needs sabr. Those people who start to give da'wah, correct one another, admonish each other, don't think people always going to love you or like you. Therefore, they may curse you. It happened to the Prophet Muhammad ﷺ. He was teaching Islam. He was ordering the people to make salah. But look what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala telling us. رَأَيْتَ الَّذِي يَنْهَى عَبْدًا إِذَا صَلَّى أَرَأَيْتَ إِنْ كَانَ عَلَى الْهُدَى أَوْ أَمَرَ بِالتَّقْوَى أَرَأَيْتَ إِنْ كَذَّبَ وَتَوَلَّى Do you see him the one who forbidden the slave of Allah, i.e. the Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم when he pray, although that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu on taqwa, righteousness and truth, he giving da'wah. Ara'ayta in kathaba wa tawalla. Abu Jahl is a liar. And he turned away from the truth. He don't want to hear it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say, Alam ya'lam bi anna Allah yara? Does he know that Allah see him? So whenever you give in da'wah, don't be expecting people to welcome you and clap for you. It doesn't work like this. In many cases. People may hate you. They don't want to go and sit with this man. He always talking to us about hijab. He always talking to us about quitting, shaving our beard. He says haram. You imitating women. You imitating kuffar by shaving your beard. He was always telling us to stop smoking cigarettes. Every time we sit with him or with her, always talking to us about Allah. You have to have sabr. 
You have to have patience. You have to endure hardship. You're always going to have to tell the kid, haram, make salah. Did you make salah? Did you make salah? Oh my, I told you I'm going to do it. Pray, son. Pray, son. Okay, ma, give me a break. Give me half an hour. Let me take a nap. Son, did you pray? Need sabr, need patience, continue. وَأْمُرْ أَهْلَكَ بِالصَّلَاةِ وَاسْتَبِرْ عَلَيْهَا Command your family with prayer and be patient. We need sabr. And the scholars, rahmatullah alayhim, they divide sabr, patience, to three categories. The first category is sabr on the obedience of Allah. The second one, is patience, staying away from the forbidden things. And the third, to be patient with Allah's decree when the calamity fall in you. The first one, sabr with the ta'a, when you give da'wah, when you want to make salah, get up before sunrise and make salah, give your zakah, Oh, I'm going to give two and a half percent. Wow. This almost going to be like a two thousand dollar I'm giving away. You're not giving it away. You're giving it for Allah's sake. You'll see it there waiting for you in the day of judgment. Don't be stingy. Yeah, man, I know if it's five dollars, ten dollars is okay. But now this is almost like two thousand dollar I have to give it to. Give it away. You have to have sabr when you spend. So to obey Allah, it needs patience. And also, staying away from the haram. It's so easy. And simple that I throw five dollars in the slot machine, I may give fifty dollar. I may get a hundred dollar. Gambling. But it's haram. Yeah, it's easy to go to fornicate and commit adultery. Enjoy myself and I don't have to carry any obligation. Yeah, this is true, but it's haram. So, oh, this music make me relax. Yeah, maybe this is true, but it's haram. So you have to fight yourself. You have to fight yourself. Again, it's the haram. Eating the haram, doing the haram, looking to the haram, listening to the haram, doing the haram. It's not easy. You have to be patient with it. And the third category is the patient with the decree of Allah. Now I have a job, I lost my job. So what's going to happen? What is going to happen? Oh, forget it, I'm not going to the mosque anymore. Man, I lost my job. So what? Stopping going to the mosque is going to bring your job back? Hey, forget it, I'm not going to wear my hijab anymore. 
Every interview I go and they see me with hijab, they are not going to give me a job. Okay. So, my husband died, my brother died, my sister died, my mother died. So, jumping and yelling and putting dirt on your head is going to bring your mother back? Of course not. So control your anger, control your tongue, control yourself. Say Alhamdulillah, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'oon. Show your ibadah, show your obedience, show your total submission to Allah when things doesn't go your way. This is the time that you show your real ibadah and your total submission to Allah. Not only the time of ease, we need to show our submission to Allah in time of difficulty, the same way that we show it the time of ease. So my dear respected brothers and sisters, this is four qualities that came in this surah, that we need to work hard and struggle to have all of them to be successful one, to be successful in this dunya, and in the hereafter. May Allah help us all to have this four quality, that Allah help us all to struggle to possess this quality, and that we remind each other about good. Indeed, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't send any admonishment, any reminder to mankind, except this surah, this will be sufficient for them because it has a lot of reminder and summarize the whole way of happiness, the whole way for a person to progress and for the person to be among the successful one. May Allah make us all, inshallah, successful in this life and in the hereafter. With the closing, we recite Surah Al-Asr. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Wal-Asr. إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر
With this we come to conclusion to our class for today. Praise that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala benefit the speaker as well as the listener with what we said today. If anybody have any question related to the surah, you may ask now. Thank you for listening. Subhanakallah. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh, 114.57, Saudi Arabia. Phone, 445-4900. Also, 491-6065. Fax, 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.